Blog Talk Radio. So 
Save vocal group from the CD Native Angels by Save. It's an awesome CD and it has many spiritual songs that are unlike anything you've ever heard. If you want to order a copy, contact Save, S-A-Z-A-E dot org and you can phone them at 210-573-6335 and they're on Facebook and they also do live shows. You can give them a call or follow them on Facebook and find out what they're doing. Good morning, my friends. I'm your host, Reverend Shara McCain, and I'd like to welcome listeners to Sacred Sunday. Sacred Sunday is created to provide an open-minded platform that focuses on the tenets of Sunday. It is a special day to set aside some time for spiritual focus, meditation, and prayer. All faiths are welcome. I'm a Christian in recovery, and all Bible readings will be out of the Ryrie Study Bible, and you may use any Bible you wish. There's also an online Bible, uh, biblia.com. No negativity or controversy. Uh, we're just looking for a day of peace. And we're talking about spiritual experiences and in gratitude of having these kind of experiences. We have ongoing Bible readings and discussion about our spiritual experiences. I'm just focused on being just who I am, my real self, and just hearing the message given to me and just reading the Bible. The call number this morning is 619-924-9744. And Sacred Sunday, there's every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So for opening prayer, let's say this together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this morning, and I want to God bless you. And I just want to let you know that you're not alone. Uh, You're in my thoughts all the time. And, of course, God's angels are watching over you all the time. And we pray for all the Christians being persecuted worldwide. The freedom to worship them, their lives are in jeopardy. So please, God, send your mighty angel, Archangel Michael, to fight against evil and protect them and all your angels to watch over everyone. Our prayers go out to all those who suffer in the world, including the animals who can't speak for themselves. We also pray for the wisdom of our president and the rest of our policymakers. And they have many decisions to make, and we are praying for all countries for the problems of suffering all over the world. And we also pray for our Congress and that they make the decisions that our leadership is appointed by God as we're reminded, and uh, we all need to pray for them. We also want to pray to... uh, our Heavenly Father, the the world and all the, the terrible catastrophes that have been happening, the world weather changes, and also um, some terrible things that have happened here in Southern California just recently. And we also want to celebrate, so uh want to say congratulations to my friend Jen Pio on her new little baby girl who was just born, and also uh, keeping your prayers, my mother who had a stroke a couple of weeks ago, and she's doing much better, and she's home at my sister's house. And she's not walking yet, but she's doing well otherwise. So please keep my mom in your prayers, because all those prayers were very effective and really helped her, and she wants to say thank you. And also uh, my friend, Marcia Becker, Ed Becker's wife, uh, had a problem like early this morning, not just that long ago, maybe an hour ago, and she was rushed to the heart, hospital with a heart problem. We pray that, that Marsha, our dear friend, will get through this safely. 
And then my daughter's birthday is tomorrow, so we want to wish my daughter Ronnie a very, very happy 45th birthday. I cannot believe that she's 45 years. I can remember the day she was born like it was yesterday. And uh, God bless everybody, and happy birthday to everybody who's having a birthday or a special celebration today. And if you have any announcements you want to let me know, just you can drop me a line. You can send me a message on Facebook, or uh, you can call me, 310-379-8000 on my uh, answer line, or you can write me a note, Char McCain, P.O. Box 980, Hermosa Beach, California, 90254. And uh, we have been reading um, in, our, in John, and we've been steady working through this, and we're now at uh, John 14. Uh, it's, it's it's all uh, awesome. I love my Bible so much. And uh, here we turn to 14, where uh, Jesus is talking about heaven. And I'll give you a little time to get your Bible out and put it to, put it to chapter 14. And we're going to be reading about that this morning. And uh, after a minute, let's start at 14. Concerning heaven. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, We do not know where you're going, and how do we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you have known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, I have been so long with you, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip. He who has seen me has seen the Father. How do you say, show us, Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative, but the Father abiding me does his work. Believe me that I am the Father, I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Otherwise, believe it on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall, shall he do, because I go to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I, that I will do, and that Father may, will be glorified in the Son. And if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Concerning the Holy Spirit, if you love me, you will love my commandments. You will keep my commandments. And I will ask Father, ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. And this is so important because when Jesus left, this is, this is what he's telling us. And this is what he promised us. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because he does not behold him or know him. But you know him because he abides in you and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. After a little while, the world will behold me no more. But you will behold me because I live, and you shall live also. In that day, you shall know that I am in my Father, 
and you and me, and I and you. He who is with my, who has my commandments and keeps them, he who loves me, and he who loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I love him, and will disclose himself to him, myself to him. Judas, not the Iscariot, said to him, Lord, what then has happened that you are going to disclose yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to, to and we will come to him and make our abode with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These are the things I have spoken to you while abiding with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring your remembrance all I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, but do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. For you heard that I said to you, Go, I go away, and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you, before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you may believe. I will not speak much more with you, for the rule of the world is coming, and he has nothing in me that the world may know that I love the Father, as the Father gave me commandment. Even so I do. Let's read this again. And that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so do I. Arise, let us go from here. Now we're going to be reading the next chapter, 15 next week. This is so powerful to me because I did have an experience with the Holy Spirit changed my life and put me on the road to recovery and so the comforter uh, when I had my experience the comforter did come to me and this uh, John chapter 14 is is the truth and it's so um, amazing to me that um, how much Jesus loved us and he told people straight out you know but the disciples that knew him every day and saw him every day had a hard time conceiving of what he was talking about. I don't think they really realized he was going to die or be crucified and have that horrible ending that that um, they thought that, you know, I don't know what they think, but you know how when you have follow of some dream and you think it's going to be okay? Well, it is so much more than okay with Jesus, but I don't. they were human. They were with him. They thought he was going to save them all, which he did, but he still had to suffer first and go to the cross. That's the thing. I'm sorry I have a little cold this morning. So let's read the notes about 14. 14.1. In view of his departure from them, Christ gave his disciples specific encouragements. These include the provision in the Father's house, the promise to return, of doing greater works, the promise of answered prayer, and the coming of the Holy Spirit and the legacy of peace. And then 14.2, dwelling places. The same word is used elsewhere in the New Testament. Here is translate abode. So dwelling places abode. 4.3, I will come again. This is not the coming of the Spirit, nor the believer's death, but Christ's personal return. So Jesus said he will come again, and I believe him. He's telling the truth. He who has seen me has seen the Father. 
Greater works than these he shall do, greater in extent through the worldwide preaching of the gospel and effect the spiritual redemption and placing in the body of the Christ the multitudes of people since the day of the Pentecost. These will be done through prayer and in his name. In my name, this is not a formula to be tacked on the end of prayers, but means praying for the same things which Christ would desire to see accomplished. It is like using a power of attorney which which a very dear loved one has given you. Another helper. The Holy Spirit is called the helper, in Greek, paraclete. In the root of this word are the ideas of advising, exhorting, comforting, strengthening, interceding, and encouraging. The only other occurrence of this word outside this discourse in the New Testament was John 2.1, applied to Christ and translated advocate. Here in other passages John cited above, Jesus Christ teaches the Holy Spirit will dwell in questions, will help the disciples recall the events of his life, and will convince the world of sin, or sin, righteousness, and judgment, and will teach the believers about truth. He abides with you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit is active in Old Testament times, but is dwelling in the lives of believers after the Pentecost is different in that it's permanent and it's the true of every individual believer. And then we're now at 14.21. The Christ's faith works through love and measure of one's love and the extent at which one keeps Christ's commandments. And now we're up to 30, 14.30. He has nothing in me. Satan, the ruler of the world, possesses nothing in the person of Christ and has no power over him whatsoever. This is another evidence of Christ's sin- sinlessness. And then we're going to go on to 15 next time. So remember that, that the lower power has no power over you, that the Holy Spirit indwells in you. And if you have ever felt the Holy Spirit or raptured in the Holy Spirit, that's what I call it because I have felt it. And it was love and rapture, comfort, advocating, everything is said, and I will tell you the whole story at a future time. But let's now go to... Sorry, read a little story. This is from uh, the guidepost. And uh, this is called The Divine Touch. It's by Nancy Sullivan again, and she's from Bloomington, Minnesota. That winter 10 years ago was so cold that ice formed inside the kitchen window panes. Gasoline froze in the tank of my husband's car. Bare, brittle limbs snapped in the breeze, and newscasters warned of a wind chill and frostbite. To bitter weather, I walked each morning alone to our new neighborhood, dressed in layers of down and wool. I walked and walked, maybe to find the elements that made me feel I had some control over my life. That year, I lost two loved ones to death. Our first baby was born with Down syndrome. As much as I loved our child, I felt stunned. God seemed concealed, hidden everywhere in the gold winter, cold winter of death and disappointment. So I trudged in solitude day after freezing day. Only in front of a stranger's blue-shuttered brick house did I come, become gradually aware of a presence, a kind of peace. While I, my breath froze in the air, a spiritual warmth filled me. Here, for a brief moment each morning, I felt something promising, hopeful, reassuring, and I didn't know why. Spring came, the children pedaled bicycles on the sidewalk. Men swung golf clubs in the green fairways, and I exchanged my down and wool layers for jerseys and faded blue jeans. One morning, I took my newborn Sarah with me on my walk. In the bright sunlight in front of that brick house, 
I saw a mother playing with her young twin daughters. I watched as she gently guided the girls' hands over the rough bark and offered them lilac bloom to smell. Then I realized the children were blind and the mother greeted me with a wave. May they touch your baby, she asked, while the girl softly stroked Sarah's face, rest her fine chestnut hair, and held her tiny pink hands. Their mother spoke about what it had been like when her children were born and what an expected blessing she found in the early years. In adversity, we must be alert, she said, for God will find in a, in, in a way somehow to touch us. I wondered if I should tell her about my walks. Finally, I said, last winter when I passed your home each morning, I felt strangely reassured and comforted and warmed. My new friend smiled. You must be the person I felt compelled to pray for this winter, she said. I thought someone in this neighborhood was going through a difficult time. Now I know it was you. Wow, that's so touching. I just want to remind everybody, let's keep each other in our prayers. People are going through hard times. People are sick. People are struggling. Well, if we pray for each other, it will help. The prayers for my mother were so helpful to her. I could feel their strength. They were praying for her, and the strength came to me. And I appreciate everybody who called, everybody who continues to keep my mother in her, your prayers. My mother, Claire Arvanita. I'm not ready to lose her yet, but I know she will go to a better place, but I wasn't ready to lose her. So my mom is feeling a lot better, and I, I appreciate everybody and everything and all your prayers, and I want to God bless you so much. I want to thank you for listening every Sunday morning. So next Sunday, we're going to be reading Chapter 15. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in every morning and being so faithful. And as I also uh, keep keep doing the Bible studies, you know, because we have to commit ourselves to reading the Holy Word and bless each other with our prayers and, you know, just uh, love each other as we, it's, it's hard, but we still have each other and we have to love each other and remind each other that God loves us, the angels watch over us. We ask that in Jesus' name. So let's do our closing prayer as we have our tradition. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning, and may God bless you and keep you in his loving arms, that you may have the strength to face whatever is ahead. Just remember that you're never alone. God loves you, and may your best dream come true. True love live in your heart forever. Remember, you can message me. I, I, you can reach me on Facebook, Charlene Simpson McCain. You can also write me, Charlene McCain, PO Box 980, Hermosa Beach, California, 90254. And I will wish you every good thing. And God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And we'll be with you next week when we read through John chapter 15. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.